Hey folks, happy Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. You got five days till Christmas, so get your shopping done and get yourself somewhere where you can find a little cocktail, a little drink, a little fellowship, a little joy. Tis the season to be merry. Don't forget the reason for the season, okay? It's to connect, it's to have fellowship, it's to have laughter, to exchange gifts, to maybe see people you haven't seen in a long time, and maybe, just maybe, it's about offering a little grace and forgiveness in this season. It can heal everything. Today we're talking about Life Lesson 18, which is practice radical forgiveness. It can heal everything. Let's talk about it. Hey everybody, it's author Sophia Nelson and welcome back to our Life Lessons Learned series. We've been doing this now for almost a month. We are on Life Lesson 18, which means we only have three left and we will finish at the end of the week. And I highly recommend that you share this series with people that you know are in need of some inspiration, some encouragement, some Something that helps them to put together a roadmap for their lives. People who are struggling, people who feel stuck. Uh, this is a great mini master class, 21 of them, that you can listen to in your car. None of them is longer than 15 minutes. Um, and you can certainly get the audio book, which I highly recommend. And certainly you want the paperback edition of this book. It's a, a French Flaps, which I chose and was very excited about. It's a beautiful book. But these are free. Uh, These give you takeaways and keys, and it's something that I know will help you as you're winding down your 2022 and you're getting ready to focus on your 2023. You know, today's life lesson, which is practice radical forgiveness. What is radical forgiveness? You know, I use that word a lot, radical self-care, radical forgiveness. Radical means unexpected, uh, out of the box, passionate fervent, um, deep. When I say practice radical forgiveness, I want you to know that the first person you have to forgive is you. The first person you have to forgive is you. And I've learned that because a lot of our pain comes from not forgiving ourselves for the choices we made or we didn't make. For the times we stayed silent when we knew we should raise our voice. For the times that we let people treat us in ways we would never treat anybody and we made it, we made an excuse. We, we let it go. We uh, looked the other way. We have to forgive ourselves for even the things that we didn't do to ourselves, particularly as children, trauma, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, you were not at fault for any abuse or trauma you suffered. If you hear nothing else I say in these 21 lessons, hear this. You are not at fault for what someone did to you. You're not at fault for the cruel words someone spoke to you. You're not at fault for the unkindness heaped on you. You're not at fault for the sexual abuse, for the emotional abuse, for the physical abuse. You are not at fault You are not at fault. The reason you must forgive yourself is because one of the things we do, particularly as children into our teens and into our early adulthood, is we carry a lot of guilt about things that are not ours. I know I did. I had years of guilt 
for, well, maybe my parents didn't love me and that's why my house was the way it was. Or for me being the firstborn child and one that, you know, my parents got pregnant with when they were young and, and got married, which is what you did in their time. I carried a lot of guilt that they didn't really want me and had they never gotten pregnant with me, their lives would have been different, maybe better. They were too young to be parents, too young to be married. Um, having emotionally immature parents is a whole genre of uh study and thought. I talk about it a little bit in the book, but not enough. Um, It's not an area of expertise, but it's one I've lived and many of you have. And I bring that up to say that you have to forgive yourself for beating up on yourself, for punishing yourself, for being hard on yourself, for stuff that has nothing to do with you. And it's a very freeing thing to radically forgive yourself. Now, we want to hold ourselves accountable when we do the wrong things. We want to hold ourselves accountable when we treat people the wrong way. We want to woman up and man up and say we're sorry when we got it wrong. You know, apologies are the super glue of life. Apologies are the super glue of life. And when you learn that, that sometimes just saying sorry, I got it wrong or sorry, I didn't realize this was impacting you this way or I didn't realize this was hurting you this way and I don't want to hurt you. I, I want to be right with you. I want to reach out my hand to you. Can we talk? I had that experience very recently, but the other person was just not there. And what I had to realize was, is that that's because they haven't forgiven themselves. They're still carrying guilt. They're still uh, feeling shame. They're not able to stand up yet and say, man, boy, so I just got this wrong and I didn't do the right thing here. And I'm sorry. Instead, it's pushback. It's anger. It's vomiting up all kind of nastiness and vile things that you should never say to anybody. When somebody does that, I've said this before, the power of the pause, pause. Take a deep breath and ask yourself, what's really going on here? And when you stop to do that, what you realize is, is that you're dealing with somebody or yourself who has not been forgiven, who's not been extended grace, and who therefore doesn't know how to do it. So some practical tips about radical forgiveness, particularly around the holidays. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, blogs, news outlets are filled with stories right now about families and how to cope with dysfunctional families, how to cope with uh, families that are fractured and broken where there are unhealed relationships or siblings that aren't speaking or a parent and a sibling that aren't speaking. Whatever it is, holidays are tough on us all uh, because they almost always require us to be around people we might not want to be around. And Extending radical forgiveness, even in the face of people who've treated you wrong and dishonored you, uh, is for you. It is not really for them. It can be. Forgiveness and healing can be really powerful when two people are on the same page. Two people on the same page. They want to be healed. They want to restore the relationship. They want reconciliation. When you both want that, that's a blessing. Because it opens the door for conversation, it opens the door for connection, and it opens the door for uh, you to heal by forgiving. But let me tell you what forgiveness does not mean, because I think it's a good place to start. And I talk about this in the chapter. Again, read it, study it. This is one of those life emotional intelligence tools that really matters uh, because it is something you have to deal with in your interpersonal relationships all the time. We are constantly, I was on the phone with one of my dear friends this morning and she was saying, Sophia, I got to apologize to my husband. And I, I start laughing. I said, what'd you do? And she said, well, it's what I said. She said, you know, I, uh, his daughter's getting married and, and, um, 
you know, they're not going to have safety protocols and they're not wearing masks. And, you know, I was explaining that, hey, you know, there's a tridemic. You got the flu, you got strep A, you got COVID surges. We should have some protocols. And she said, you know, but it's not my wedding. And so she said she went off in a terror to her husband and said, you know, Jesus, I don't know. I'm going to trust these kids care to you if something happens to me. And, you know, they got into this thing and she said, you know what, I just didn't say the right thing. And when she told me what she said, I chuckled again. And I said, no, you definitely got to apologize. I said, why don't you make him breakfast in bed or why don't you make him a nice dinner tonight and just say, honey, what I really was trying to say is that I care about you and that I worry about this next generation. You know, I agree, right? You read the start of my book. They're different. To you young listeners, I love you. But we got to work on your EIQ. Make sure you watch my speech to Southern University's commencement fall 2022 uh, this past week. It's all over social media. You can get it on YouTube. You can get it on my Twitter feed, etc. Watch it. It the 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 feedback from that speech from the kids as well as from those who are in attendance uh, has been humbling. And I talked about this issue of self care and EIQ and taking care of self, but how you respect others and. Your generation needs work. And that means we failed. That means we failed. We failed you. We didn't do something right. We were talking about this at my Christmas party on Saturday. And anyway, back to my friend. Uh, What I said to her was, yes, you definitely have to apologize. Um, But make sure you explain what you were trying to say. And make sure you ask him to forgive you for, for just not getting across what you wanted to get across. And, um... Tell him you'll do it better the next time. And, and I think that's a good place to start about what forgiveness is not because that's where I want to part for a moment. Forgiveness does not mean that you have to go around someone that abused you, uh, who has not shown contrition or a desire to change or a desire to heal or a desire to outreach. You are not required to be around people who have traumatized you or abused you. Full stop. You are not. Forgiving them releases you. Forgiving them opens the door, I think, to a person who may come to you later. And maybe the parent who was a raging alcoholic went into rehab. And maybe the parent who did time in jail or the parent who walked away or the mother who left you with her parents to raise you because she was too young and didn't know what she was doing. Whatever the case Maybe they come back to you and they say, I am so sorry. And I wasn't a whole person and I wasn't a healed person and I had my own demons and I thought I was doing the right thing, but I wasn't. And I hope you'll forgive me and I hope whatever time we have left, we'll make it right. When somebody approaches you like that, I want to encourage you to at least open the door now. I think there are places where we can't do that. And I think sexual abuse is probably the most devastating one of all. Now, if you know Joyce Meyer's story, you know, superstar Christian mega pastor, author, speaker, global, you know, uh, what you call her, not a philanthropist, she's a missionary. I mean, what Joyce does is amazing. But Joyce Meyer's story is a very unique story. Uh, As a girl, she was sexually abused by her own biological father who was in the house a lot, as was her sister. And, you know, of course, when Joyce could get the hell out of there, she did. And she knew that her mother knew. Her mother comes from that generation of 1950s women who were 
property of their husbands. They didn't have a voice. They didn't have an education. They put up with the unthinkable. And Joyce Meyer at some point found the Lord and found her way and and did what I don't think I could have done, what most people could have done, which was not only forgive her father, but when her parents were struggling and having a hard time, she took them in and she saw her father be uh, baptized and, and, you know, given over to the Lord and he apologized to her. And somewhere she found in her heart the ability to forgive him and to move beyond what has to be unthinkable. Joyce Meyer is probably an exceptional human being. Um, and so it's a real personal choice that you have to make in a situation like that when someone sexually assaulted or abused you, if they've changed and gotten rehab and if they've gotten healed. Um, and families have healed from that. Families have healed from adultery and addiction and abuse and violence. They've healed because people have changed. So I want you to know that forgiveness is first for you and forgiveness is for them to release you from them. But when people approach you right and reach out to you right and try to talk to you right and and you can sincerely see their heart and they want to be respectful and they want to do the right things, you should give them an opportunity to do that. And so I I, I just I thank you. I, I think that you have to. Um, you know, take the opportunity to really, uh, and I, please forgive me, there's, there's somebody's phone going off in the back and I'm not happy about it, but there's nothing I can do about it at the moment as I'm recording this and I'm not going to re-record it. So please um, forgive me for that noise in the back. But where I want to end with this podcast is here. I want to end at the place that forgiveness is a power tool. Forgiveness is one of our best emotional intelligence tools because forgiveness frees us. Forgiveness releases us from a prison. Forgiveness allows us to move forward and not be stuck. I want you to know that you don't have to be reconnected, but you can be. You don't have to have a relationship with someone that hurt you, but you can if you want to and they've changed in the future and there's healing. It's just a tool, but radical forgiveness means you go over and beyond. And when I think of radical forgiveness, I think about Joyce and I think about her with what she did with her dad. Unthinkable. Again, not something I could do. Uh, I don't think I could. I grew up in an alcoholic home with a lot of violence and issues, and I am estranged from my father, and that's his choice. He has not apologized. He has not made any efforts to try to be connected of any value. I get a Christmas card and a birthday card, and and that's what I get. And it's not okay. It's not acceptable. Um, But I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm going to keep moving on like I always have, and I'll hold on to the people that do love me, and I'll go where the love is, and I'll give love, and I'll live my life. And I would encourage you to do the same. But if there was ever an opportunity where he really looked himself in the mirror and became a grown-up adult man and realized that time is not on his side and that he needs to make things right, that he needs to own his stuff, that he needs to apologize and he needs to do the work, then the door is always open for someone like that. And I think that's the best we can do. So when I talk about radical forgiveness, I'm talking about forgiveness of yourself first and then releasing those people who have hurt you and done you wrong or broke your heart or when you're the person that's done wrong. Maybe you're the one who needs forgiveness. Maybe you're the one that's violated or or broken or hurt. Don't waste time by being stubborn. Don't waste time by being locked in. Don't waste time 
not apologizing and owning your faults because it also frees you so that you don't walk around the rest of your days feeling guilt and shame and sorrow that you didn't make things right. Do it. If they reject you, at least you tried. Again, just walk through it. I will be okay knowing that I tried and I really tried and I wrote about it in the last life lesson of this book. A public acknowledgement that I didn't get something right with somebody who really mattered to me. And I shared that excerpt of the book with them before it was ever published. I reached out. I said, I want healing. I want things to be right. I want to forgive you. I want to be forgiven. They weren't in the same place. They just weren't in the same place. And they don't want to be in the same place. And you know what? That's okay. You got to respect it. Whether you like it or not is not the issue. The issue is they're not where you are and you can't force people to change. You can't change anybody but you. So I will keep working on Sophia. I will keep trying to perfect and make Sophia better every day. And that's what I'll do. And I'll go from there. And I hope you'll do the same. And I hope you'll start with forgiving yourself. And if there's somebody you need to forgive this holiday season, And it's safe emotionally. And you can pull them aside and say, you know what? I don't want to be at war with you anymore. I want to forgive. I want to move forward. Is there a chance for us to talk? Is there a chance for us to... He'll do it. If you can do it, do it. Because it'll free you.